Hi, good morning, and welcome to the ZP Vlog and Podcast. So I just want to say that we, um, if you were expecting the ZP Developer Zone, um, we have definitely um, done it, um, but um, we've done it in it. Sorry, I did it in another. I did it in another video. So if you're expecting the ZP um, Developer Zone, don't worry, we've done it in another webinar. But let me just jump into this and just say this is the ZP Vlog and Podcast. We like to do this every week and it's really just kind of trying to summarize um, news or material that um, ZP's put out um, during the week. We, we, we do, you know, sort of report on a lot, but um, I think it covers a sort of a whole host of different applications. So something that's kind of interesting to us at ZP is, um, you know, we make a biosensor and um, one of the oldest, I think the, the, one of the oldest biosensors around is actually the glucose sensor. I mean, just for interest, I think the, the oxygen sensor was invented in 1956. And I think the glucose sensor kind of came around about um, a couple of years later. So glucose sensing has been around um, for getting close to, you know, 50 odd years or 60 odd years at this point. Um, that said, there's also there was always new and interesting applications for it. Um, one of these, for example, is um, measuring um, sugars or glucose in potatoes seems first of all kind of an odd thing but essentially if potatoes have too much uh, glucose content in them or sugar content in them then when you fry them they tend to get dark and so a sort of um, a big use of um, potatoes in the world is in fried products you know depending on where you are in the world the word chip either means um, crisps in some parts of the world or it means potato fries in other parts of the world it's quite confusing but when you fry potatoes, if they've got a high um, sugar content, then they tend to blacken up. And that's not, you know, um, it's not acceptable by the consumer. Um, so people who are interested in frying are actually looking for potatoes with less sugar content. So lo and behold, ZP with our biosensor technology and also our Sensi All platform are really um, quite good at um, measuring the sugar content of um, these kind of uh, materials. And that was just a little note that we put out there uh, this week. Um, on Thursdays, we always do our ZP Developer Zone, um, which is really just answering technical questions that are coming during the week. Um, one of them that we did this week was um, talking about um, TAS, pH, nitrates, and hypervalue electrodes. We covered all that in one of our um, webinars. Um, and also, somebody was interested in our gold electrodes. It's something that I can't emphasize enough at the moment, to be honest with you. Gold as a material is so expensive. And by the time you've processed this into inks and pastes, it's even more expensive material. So I'm really trying to have warn people off that biosensing, immunosensors, DNA detection, these things don't have to happen on gold. There are coupling chemistries that work on carbon as well. And, you know, if I was to make a sort of a, another argument on it, there's also sustainability that gold mining is not the world's most environmentally friendly process um just sort of look on it online and you'll soon see these kind of large scars in the earth and you'll also see um if you sort of get um google um, poisoning of the amazon river by gold mining for example i think you'll you'll soon start finding some materials around that um so anyway we discussed gold electrodes in this um in the zp developer zone um this week um, some other kind of bits and bobs that we put out from this this week at ZP. I think it was quite interesting. Um, at ZP, we are ISO 13485, which means that specifically certified for the development of sensors for human health. Um, 
there is a strategy if you're trying to make a biosensor to also work in the veterinary space as well. So we're quite um, skilled in those strategic decisions required to actually get a medical diagnostic to the market. And one of those spaces is veterinary. And so we can have quite a, a good conversation about the pros and cons of going into veterinary before you actually go into human health. Um, at ZP, we do have a platform called Sense It All. Um, Sense It All is really part of our kind of lean development strategy. Lean development is just go from idea to tangible product called an MVP, a minimum viable product really quickly. And we have this whole platform called Sense It All. And we demonstrate that Sense It All is actually a very good product in its own right. Because if you look at our Food Sense brand, um, it's something that we've, we've got out there on the market. Um, and this week, we actually had an inquiry about uh, measuring the pungency of mustard. So we did a sort of a whole webinar um, through FoodSense on um, allyl isothiocyanate. It's easier to say as AITC. Um, allyl isothiocyanate, even for a chemist, is quite a little tricky term. Um, and we did discuss the measurement or quantification of that molecule, which ends up being the source of pungency in mustard. And we had some nice data behind it as well. So... Um, it's just, I suppose it's a reflection. If people ask us a technical question, especially those kind of interesting technical questions, then we will um, give responses um, to that during the week as well. Um, also a nice interesting um, article that we put out there this week was um, the qualification of point of need testing. What I would say is um, if you make a point of need testing um, and it's in the food, beverage, agriculture, and agriculture, agriculture, um, you can, for example, get it to be made an OMA, an official method of analysis, by a um, an organisation called the AOAC, the Association of Official Analytical Chemists. Now, AOAC are not um, it's not a regulatory requirement to to have um, these things um, sort of blessed or not blessed, but certified by these by these people. And to be honest with you, it's a ten year journey. So, what we are finding is that. If you want to come up with a point of need test, you have to go ahead and do it and you have to sort of uh, um, validate it for yourselves and maybe verify it with third parties. Um, and then eventually you can also maybe get it um, made an OMA um, method by the AOAC. But that is quite a journey, especially if there's not a, a, um, a precedence for the kind of test or, or equipment that you already have. Um, and so, you know, a sort of company known to us spent i would say a good 10 years actually working on that um so you can if you if you make it your milestone to get aoac approval then you really have to think about the length of time that that can take and actually it's something that we're interested in but we do have to kind of describe it as a journey and it's not something you like oh i need that in order to launch well if you need it in order to launch um you can't rely on investor money for over 10 years whilst you busy get that um, you get that done. You have to be able to launch before that, but it's okay to have a milestone to say that we're going to try and become an OMA. Um, and I've known companies, or I know definitely a company that's on the, it's been on the market for a while. They at least say, you know, we're a world leader in it and only of recent have they actually then got that kind of qualification um, of their um, assay. Something that's really kind of playing back to um, sense it all and food sense is what we're really doing with food sense is actually we're digitizing um the food ingredients market at the moment the food ingredients market kind of deals with paper um 
and it deals with certificates of analysis, which may be arrived by paper, arrived by email. But with ZP, the way, you know, when we're testing either the pungency uh, of ginger or the hotness of chilies, we're actually digitizing it and, you know, storing it in the cloud. So we really are part of kind of digitization and traceability in that food ingredients market. So that is something that I want to um, emphasize, which is different about um, that particular um, technology. Um, and then just today, I kind of uh, made a bit of a confusion, but because questions come in quite regularly, we're finding ourselves having to do a couple of webinars a week now on sometimes on um, answering technical questions. So we did have some technical questions that came in. We did a special Sunday version of the ZB Developer Zone. One of the questions was about um, implantable sensors and corrosion on electrodes. And then the other one was about measuring um, pH, redox, urea, and conductivity, which we were perfectly um, happy to answer. And we did a special um, webinar on that this week. So with that, um, if you've got any questions for ZP, don't hesitate to reach out to us. And as always, we're happy to answer questions. Okay, thanks very much.